Finest Corporation present Fox and Badger Pull It Off. In a late 20th century world of computers, space travel, pot noodles, casual sex and popular beat music, a haven of tranquility exists in the Devon hamlet of Buggerham. Delightfully preserved in a gay atmosphere of England between the wars, the idyllic village is home to our two cocksure heroes, Charles Fox, age 11, and Edward Badger, 12 and 3 quarters. Our story starts as early one summer morning, Fox arrives at the door of his pal's home overlooking the village green. Gosh, hello Mrs Badger, is Ted in? Hello Charlie, yes do go up, Ted's in his room. I'm sure he'll be delighted to see you. Crikey Mrs Badger, what a smashing beaver. What, this old thing Charlie, I was just taking it home to old Mr Trundle the taxidermist. He's been collecting dust in the snug for years and I thought it could do with plumping up a tad. Charlie Fox, his grey flannel shorts flapping wildly, trotted up the cottage stairs and paused outside his chum's room. Wait a moment. What was that strange sound coming from within? How queer. It almost sounds like a hedgehog eating a slug. Sounds like Ted's got something nasty on his hands in there. Better get in and see what's up. Oh, hey, Charlie, mind out! Sorry, old chap. Oh, I've knocked dear. over the bowl. What are you up to? Well, I was just washing my socks in this small handy bowl of soapy water. The limbo soap flakes are ideal for clearing those stubborn stains. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yes. Mm. Well. Well, anyway, old chap, it's a glorious day, and I fancy we should cut along on our bikes mm-hmm. to see what adventure is to be had. What a splendid wheeze, Charlie. Let's go. The boys trot down to the garden and are heading towards the bicycle shed when they bump into Badger's older sister, Quimima, who is also about to get her leg over. Hello, old stick. Where are you off to? Shut up and get out of my way, Ted. I have important business in town. Gosh, how absolutely splendid. Have a simply corking day, old girl. Goodbye, Miss Quimima. Goodbye, Charlie. Gosh, Badger, your sister is a real poppet. Yes. The village boys have been sniffing around Quinn for months now. Can't see what they see in him myself. Anyway, grab the bikes, Charlie. Okay, Ted, let's go. Adventure awaits and there's not a moment to be lost. Fifty-five minutes, four rounds of toast and a pot of tea at Nelly Nobbs' tea shop later, Fox and Badger are bowling through Bagram on their trusty cycles. What a glorious day for an adventure, Badger. I should say so, Bean. Quick now, I'll race you to the post office. <laughs> okay, old chap, you're on. <laughs> the boys speed through the village until suddenly... Hey, look out! What? I say, watch <coughs> it! Oh, Are you all right, Badger? Uh, okay, old chum. I don't think the little blighter scratched the paintwork. Good show. Ha ha ha! I say, Fox, isn't that the Asprey Debris 4 litre? You mean the... Four litre with a triple overhead steam assisted push rod? Yes, yes, that's the Johnny. It was launched at the Moscow Motor Show just last week. It's not available in Blighty yet. I say, Badger, who in Buggerham would own such a car? And more to the point, what were Were they they up up to to in Moscow? Moscow? Quick, Fox, after him! The two chums speed through the lanes in pursuit of the suspicious vehicle and its Muscovite loving driver. Out of Buggerham they ride, and around the nearby hamlets of Upper Choirboy, Buggery, Splatter and Plop. Eventually, the car approaches a small half-timbered manor house nestling in the woods. 
secreting themselves in a substantial bush, Fox and Badger watch as the car pulls onto the gravel turning circle and the driver enters the house. What a strange Badger. Mm. look at the queer clothes and the mysterious thing he was wearing. They certainly hadn't been washing in both safe places. He looks like a foreigner, Badger. Yes, this queer old bird and there's no mistake. He's carrying lots of strange equipment and what looks like rolls of, of paper or... or uh, or, or secret plans. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Charlie? That our mysterious stranger is actually a... a quantity surveyor? No, no, a spy. Sorry, sorry, spy. That's what I meant. He's obviously been spying on the nearby government weapons development labs at Long Filching in the Moor. Trying to undermine our national defence effort, no doubt. And through his subversion, participate the downfall of the natural world order and overthrow Britain as the spiritual, economic and corporeal head of the League of Nations. <laughs> well, that's easy for you to say, old chum. <laughs> no, not really. Well, well, Mother used to work at the secret establishment before she met Father. Gosh, was she a scientist? Yes. She said fellows were always trying to get a look at her labs. Crikey, this is a rum-do. Quick, Badger, hide the bikes and let's sneak through the undergrowth okay. and catch a look at our red spy through yes. the window. Yes, spiffing plan. Let's see if we can't find out what the blighter's up to. Hold it. Look what? over there. What? I say, keep down. Crikey, it's little Quimima. What did flipping land sakes is she doing here? Ted Badger's attractive sister Quimima was pushing her bike up to the front of the house as she props it against the wall and rang the doorbell. The door was answered and she entered. Gosh, Ted, what can Quimima be doing visiting Comrade Spy? It's all very queer, Charlie. I don't like my sister being in there with the Red Devil. Heaven knows what unspeakable things he might have planned for her. Oh, oh Quimima! <laughs> Quick, Ted, let's sneak around to the side windows of the house. Okay, right, let's go! Stay below the window, Pete. Stay below the window. I can hear voices. You're right. Sounds like El Capitan Pig Dog is probing Quim. Listen. So, Mr. Moon, is that what you wanted? I need to see more, Miss Badger. But much more. Mr. Moon. Don't play games with me. I thought that would be enough. To complete my work, you must reveal every last detail. You knew this from Just the start. What do you expect of me, Mr. I Moon? I expect you to sigh, Miss Badger. That and nothing more. The rest of the time you will remain motionless. I'm going to take a look. Okay, okay, slowly, old chum. We'll peek in at the edge nearly, of the window. Nearly, 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 and... Oh, gosh! I say! Peeking through the window's heads, Fox and Badger saw a room overflowing with the tools and equipment of an artist's studio. Half-finished sculptures, pots, jugs and jars abounded. The mysterious Mr. Moon was stood working on a small human sculpture in clay of a reclining nude, while before him... It's Quim! In the all together! On a chaise long! Oh, nice jugs! Yes. And those vases look almost good enough to be spewed. You know what this means, don't you, Ted? Yes, I'm afraid I do. It was bad enough when we thought we had a commie spy on our hands. But now it looks like we've... We've, we've got a bohemian in the village. Oh, who would have thought it would have come to this? In Buggerum, for pity's sake. After all, I mean to say, this isn't Totnes. We use Limpo soap flakes. Oh, my words, if this had happened a hundred years ago, the people of Bagram would have burned him at the stake. Hmm. Yes, yes, you know, this gives me an idea. Yes, 
I might be thinking the same thing. What? That I'm suddenly feeling kind of anxious, if you know what I mean. No, I mean we should set fire to oh, this den of iniquity. Uh, oh yes, that's what I meant too, old chap. Quick, quick, trot over to the garden yes. shed and see if you can't find a can okay. of petroleum. I'll gather some kindling. Okay. Minutes later, the two chums had built a rudimentary pyre against the main supporting timber of the manor and had poured a trail of fuel to encircle the house. Quick, Badger, I think they've heard us. Yes. Here are the matches. I'll just get one out. He's spotted us all right. I think he's heading for the door. I'm trying to light it. Oh, damn. Damn. Got another match. He'll be out of the house before you know it. Another match. They're damp. I'll try another. Come on. Come on. This one's got it. I'll toss it into the kindling. It's caught. Here he comes. And Quinnina too. Quick. Leg it, Badger. Scarp. it. Scarper. The boys ran like the wind, collecting their bicycles from hiding they were soon bowling down leafy lanes towards Bagram and safety. Behind them, a dark pool of smoke was drifting into the glorious blue English sky. Thanks to our two heroes' quick thinking, this idyllic sanctuary of reactionary conservative thinking had been saved from the threat of alternative lifestyles. Phew, old chum! Phew, indeed, Ted. That was a close thing, and there's no mistake. Get one bohemian into Buggerham. Before you know it, we'll be having class shops yes. in the high street and aerobotherapy classes oh. in the village hall. Yuck! Um, I'm disappointed in Quinema, though. Mm-hmm. Can't understand why she would get caught up with such a chap. Lying there, like that, without a stitch on. Ooh. All pale and in the all together. Naked and smooth. Smooth and firm. Starkers! Infirm, gavacious, and sexual. Over front of the Bohemian! Mm. Sexual, responsive, lips, and thousand breasts and... So, uh, Charlie Fox, I'm up for tea uh, and buns, and then a swim in the river to freshen up. How about you? Uh, I think I'll have a wank. That was Fox and Badger Pull It Off, featuring the voices of Bobby Flash as Ted, Ken Dazzle as Charlie, Petronella Parker Buns as Mrs. Badra, Bunny Stubbs as Quinima, and introducing Mustafa Saeed as Mr. Moon the Bohemian. The cat was played by Smokey, who was trained by Kitty Beckworth of Screen Zoo International. On-set catering for Smokey was supplied by Animal Platters PLC. This radio drama was sponsored by Limpo Soap Flakes.